हेलो सलाम नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू टॉक्स विद दिस इज होस्ट ऑफ द शो आज हमारे साथ बहुत ही टैलेंटेड पर्सनालिटी है एक ऐसी हस्ती है जिनका नाम मैं बाद में बताऊंगा बट शी इज अ प्रोडिजी एंड शी हैज बीन यू नो क्रिएटिंग वेव नॉट जस्ट इन इंडिया बट अक्रॉस द ग्लोब यू आर लिस्निंग टू Canada talks with Bharat V. Her name is Mohini Day and she is I believe not just one of the world's but certainly India's as well the youngest female bass guitarist. Please do listen to the episode till the end. Before we begin, please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast channel and you can connect on Facebook page at Canada Talks with Bharat V. So let's welcome the youngest and the fastest female bass guitarist Mohini Day. Hi this is Mohini Day aur aap mujhe sun rahe hain on Candid Talks with Bharat V. And when I say youngest I think it's not just youngest you are also the fastest I believe right Mohini. <laughs> that's really funny yeah that's what people say. <laughs> but i think so because i have been following you know uh, so many people across the world and i don't think there's anybody else who is being called that at least among the female uh, you know guitarists so and but it's it's really a proud you know uh, it's it i feel really proud that you are one of that youngest fastest female bass guitarist who is an indian thank you so much and, i'll uh, take that as a compliment yeah, so so welcome to the show mohini and thank you so much for taking out time and joining us today on the show thank you for having me thank you and uh, before we proceed further a very very heartiest congratulations on your marriage oh thank you thank you so much Leslie. i have been following you and i have been watching and following your you know uh, videos on youtube so it was an yeah. amazing one okay thank you so thank you so much coming back to um the main agenda here mohini before we proceed ahead can you tell us something about your background i i know uh, but for our listeners if you can tell us something about your background how your childhood was spent you know and how did you decide uh, to become a bass guitarist hmm. yeah i think everybody knows the story by now um i basically didn't want to you know pursue it as a profession it was never a choice or a you know decision made by me it was um just very naturally it just happened very naturally because mom was singing dad obviously a bass player you know he used to take me to studios wherever he used to record he used to take me to all the live performances mm-hmm. um of all the shows that he used to do say he's playing with you know hari haranji or is playing with amit trivedi or like you know all the people that he worked for he would just take me along with him so that i could get introduced to the musical environment mm-hmm. you know um and um music is such a beautiful thing and uh, he just didn't want me to get distracted like other kids did back in the days where they just you know hang out and go to the movies and like you know waste time according to him you know 
uh, of course, I wanted to do those things also because mm-hmm. I was a kid too. But I didn't understand the consequences or things that I would face if I had chosen that path. But since he was well experienced and you know he was the father, my mom being a mother, they wanted the best for me and my sister, and so they pushed us to do something which kept us busy. You know, so we couldn't have the time to waste. We couldn't have the time to put into anything else. You know, so. Uh, Uh, waking up at 5 a.m. in the 5 a.m. in the morning getting dressed for school having a breakfast our school our school bus would come pick me up and then take me to school school hours till like 12 p.m. come back home by like around 1 p.m. and then you know have your lunch freshen up get changed uh, do your school homework and then after school homework do your classes homework It's like two different schools you know <laughs> they were days were packed so yeah. like two hours for school homework maybe 2 to 3 hours for like classes homework and then my private tutor would come home by around like 5:30 or 6 and then she would go by like 7:30 8 p.m. you know and then i would take a little break and then i would have my dinner and then i would do my music practice till like 12 a.m. and sometimes wow. if my father is not home he would come back home after shows and he would wake me up and give me my exercise you know so it, it was like It was like I was studying for three different schools: <laughs> private tutor, school, and then like my father teaching me music. Um, so I was packed. I didn't have no time to waste or to even like invest in anything else. Um, having said that, uh, I'm I'm very uh, proud and I'm very happy that you know I was able to do those things and I was uh, made to do those things. Mm-hmm. As a kid, you don't understand what's going to happen in the future. As a kid, you don't really know why you're doing this. You're just doing this because your parents are asking you to. But yeah. as days go by, then you become rebellious. You see other people, and then you're like, "Oh no, I want to do that too. Oh no, I want to do that too." You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So then <laughs> fights start happening, and then I started standing up and being like, "No, I want to do those things," and I. I started making friends and I started um going out a little bit and uh, then I got like Friday Saturday Sunday off where I could play with my friends in the building and uh, in school and stuff. So yeah, that was my childhood. It was very strict. It was it was strictly school learning and you know doing things that would um help me in the future. No wasting okay. time. Um and I think it's like Bengali families are also kind of like that. They are very infused with music, and they want their children to be something, and so they educate them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Anything doesn't even have to be music, but they just want their children to be um, dedicated to something and do something good in the future. So, um, so yeah, that was my childhood, and he always had this dream of having one drummer and one uh, bass player uh, as as his children. you know so um when we were born we our, our extended family they were not very happy because we were girls you know and so my father took it as a challenge to show people that you know girls are no less mm-hmm. and so he started you know introducing us to the music environment and started teaching us both and um, fortunately i developed uh, the interest of uh liking music and wanting to pursue it as a profession over time i uh when i was doing my 12th board exams when i was going through my 12th board exams i 
wanted to do fashion designing because I always had a thing for fashion and okay. I was already like stitching and making clothes and stuff and um, most of my stage outfits are actually designed by me and uh, I, I designed them, I stitched them. So I have that from a long time ago. I was always very, very into like craft and uh, designing, anything to do with like creative ideation, you know. And uh, so I applied for a fashion college around that time. And, but that was also the time I got, um, uh, you know, called uh, by Mr. Al Rahman. And he asked me if I wanted to be a part of his band and wanted to be a part of his um, Cook Studio episode. And I had already done a few episodes for Cook Studio before that. So I knew the jail, you know, okay. uh, and being called by AR and his production team wanting me to be a part of it was really something, you know, at that time, I didn't know how big it was, but mm -hmm. now I realized that, oh, that was a really big opportunity. Not many people get that, you know, back in the days, I was so naive <laughs> and being a kid, obviously, you know, um, I had three opportunities. I had three golden chances. Okay. One was to be a part of AR's band. One was to uh, go ahead with fashion designing because I got selected and I wanted to go through that. And then the third opportunity was um, I got a, I was being offered a full scholarship by Berkeley College of Music. So I had okay. to make a choice out of the three and um, I chose being a part of AR's band. Okay. Uh, something inside me just like told me that that's something that's the right decision to make. I don't know how, but it was just an instinct and intuition. Like mm -hmm. I had to do that because I, a lot of people would tell me, I, I evaluated the pros and cons. And I, I said to myself, if I go to Berkeley College of Music, I'm going to learn so much and everything, but I won't get to experience the real world. I will get to experience the real world if I yeah. play with musicians in the real world. And if I, experience this thing, these things with big personalities like AR himself and other people like Sivamani mm -hmm. and Prasanna and you know other people that were in the band and then fashion designing was a personal like um, love inside so I was like I can do the fashion designing on the side because if I'm gigging I can do that on the side mm -hmm. I can find time for that um, so it kind of just like connected all together and it felt right for me to go ahead with being uh, a part of AR's band. So, so did yeah, you finally do AR the fashion happened. designing or not? I did not go ahead with fashion designing, but um, I still today, till, still today, I mean, till today, I still um, stitch and I still design my clothes. All my okay. outfits that you see online, they're all mm -hmm. like, you know, stitched and designed by me. So okay. yeah, awesome. that's on the side. One day, hopefully I'll have like a clothing line. Or Your own clothing <laughs> line. Yeah. yeah. So Mohini, uh, tell me, uh, you know, while you were a kid, I think you were probably hardly two or three when your father three, actually, yeah. you know, realized that you have the ears for music, right? And, right, uh, yeah. I, I believe, uh, and there is a, somewhere I, I read this that, uh, and he's a jazz fusion and session player, right? And your mother is a classical right, yeah. singer. And I believe uh, right. when uh, at one point of time, uh, he gave you that headphone to hear what he was playing and you started tapping yes, your yeah. foot, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And that is yeah. when he took you to, I believe, Prithvi Theatre 
and you were playing also along no that was not the time i was too little to be taken to any theater at that time but that was the time when i when he noticed oh, the interest later. for okay. music and when he yeah when he noticed the interest um, or the uh, rhythm inside me when he noticed the rhythm inside mm-hmm. me that it was just just there you know i was born with it he started teaching me i seriously started taking lessons i would say around 6 or 7 okay and then i did my first show when i was 9 years old and uh, i started gigging from the age of 9 you know was playing with a lot of people and then then he introduced me to ranjit uncle because uh, he used to play with ranjit uncle also they okay. used to do a lot of like uh, background music and like jingles and you know playing in other people's band and stuff so he thought taking me to ranjit uncle would be a good thing because he he has to see me mm-hmm. um he my father had only spoken to him about um me just like you know saying that oh my daughter plays the bass how many people do that like a lot of people yeah. say you yeah. know like oh my yeah. kid plays this or oh, my kid sings you know Absolutely. you should check him out or yeah. you should check her out you know so he didn't like he didn't get pay attention that much until i was brought in his presence one day to his studio uh my father told him he's going to get a cd and he needs to listen to this music and i was the cd actually so i was picked oh. up after my school hours my dad picked me up and then we went to nirvana studio in mahalakshmi and uh, i played one of victor wooten's tune because i was a big fan of mm-hmm. victor wooten's i mean even now i'm a big victor's victor fan but uh that time i used to like pick up every single thing that i would see oh. uh or hear coming out of victor um and uh, we didn't have internet that time we didn't have computer we only had like a cd player yeah. you know yeah. walkman yes. you know and uh, we had a dvd player after mm. that and my dad would put cd's and i would uh, use the remote to rewind and forward to pick up stuff from the tv you know mm. so i learned the hard way around and i think that's why my ears are very strong um I also yeah so I started playing one of Victor's tunes and Ranjit Uncle got really blown away and he was like man I didn't know that this was going to be the CD <laughs> I am really amazed and okay. uh, yeah that 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 time my journey with Ranjit Uncle starts I keep going to his studio after that once twice a week and then just play with him he was the first drummer I played with literally like started playing playing with because okay at home you're just like practicing and that's a different type of practice cuz you're like solo you know but when you start hearing different polyrhythmic structures around you it throws you off because mm-hmm. you're so used to and comfortable in your own space that hearing another person do some out of the world things it's like it just introduces you and just exposes you to so many different uh backgrounds so many different educations like my story is my story that comes out of my playing his story is his story that comes out of his playing and so you get exposed to that and you want to know more about it because yeah. it's fascinating you know it's like a conversation so i want to know more about it you know so you listen and then you answer and but all that has to happen with your vocabulary through music you know right. so i got better and better playing with him I started doing some club gigs with him and Yeah basically he took me under his wing
हाय दिस इज मोहिनी दे और आप मुझे सुन रहे हैं ऑन कैंडिड टॉक्स विद भरत वी यू वर इंक्लाइन मोर टुवर्ड्स ड्रम्स ड्रम्स इन योर चाइल्डहुड हाउ डिड यू शिफ्ट टू बेस uh no i was not inclined towards drums at all i was not inclined towards any instrument actually i was just playing the bass because we had more basses in the house than other oh, instruments because okay. my father was a bass player my sister was learning drums actually okay. before she picked up the guitar and that's when i was in developing interest for drums more and more when i heard my sister take lessons from other, from various people you know um okay. when i started working with ranjit uncle um there were a lot of percussionists that i started playing with around the same time like shridhar parthasathi um a lot of kanjira players mridangam players and that opened a completely different box in my head i wanted to do the things that they were doing mm-hmm. that developed the interest of just rhythm inside me inside of me and i was playing the bass so i wanted to sound powerful and on the other hand i also got very excited uh uh getting appreciated by people that oh she's so good because by that time i was already making waves and people are hearing that oh there is this little girl yeah. doing this and that i got excited and i was enjoying the spotlight so much that i wanted to do better and better so i get more appreciation you know yeah. it's like when you're a small kid if mother tells you or father tells you oh you're looking so good you must wear that more or like oh you did so good and then you keep doing that more to get more appreciation you know it's like that so i was enjoying that spotlight so i wanted to get better and better and i locked myself up in the house and uh, there were complaints from neighbors like okay. you know turn the volume down and <laughs> but i never listened i just wanted to do my music sometimes my own mother would be like how long are you going to play come eat now you know mm-hmm. but i just got so addicted to it that i i i got addicted to playing better in result of getting more appreciation so when i started when i wanted when i was wanting to get stronger in my uh, field um it was only because i heard these percussionists and ranjit uncle play the drums the way he does i wanted to sound strong i was weak that time i knew in my head that i can't do certain things that they can do so i started training myself certain things and certain techniques of my dad that he used to do like triplets and stuff i picked that up from dad okay. and then i um and then i evolved and then those techniques evolved with um infuse with uh, infusing those techniques my dad's dad's techniques with like other be- other bases like Victor Wooten's techniques and mm-hmm. Michael Mandarin techniques or Abraham Laboriel's techniques i i started grabbing i started taking those in like i was eating that day and night and i started training myself to do those things on the base mm-hmm. and i started creating these mathematical structures so i can play the same things what those percussionists are playing on the bass you know okay because i wanted to sound strong and that's how i trained myself to um understand konakol better because the way they learned in their childhood was konakol and then they say out of their vocal abilities you know kidatakatarikitadum all that stuff and then yeah. they played on the mridangam and percussive instruments and i i was never trained like that you know 
I was playing Friday Saturday nights like club gigs, mm-hmm. you know, with Uncle Louis and stuff. And it was so many things happening because inside the house, my dad was playing jazz music and my mom was singing Indian classical. And then sometimes she would sing like old school black and white movies, okay. you know. And then like with Ranjit Uncle, it was like nine eight seven and a half six eight. Five four, you know, rhythmic structures, and mm-hmm. then Uncle Louis was like contemporary jazz and like reggae, and so I was exposed to a lot of different cultures and different styles all at once. So I was like this fusion baby, you know. I was my brain was turning into yeah. this like versatile. Um, there were switches in my head every time I would go to Ranjit Uncle. Okay, mathematics on, you know. <laughs> When I would go to Uncle Louis, like okay, now we're in the changes. Now I, I I'm doing my own stuff. I personally love funk music, so I would I listen to a lot of like black funk. So yeah, like I just started training myself to just you know be able to do those uh, rhythmic structures on bass. Yeah. Okay, so. Um... Mohini, when you said you know fusion, I just wanted to ask this question: like your mother being a classical singer and your father, you know, being a jazz uh, player. Yeah. Did they ever do the fusion kind of a jamming at home? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> always. Yeah, even today they still do. Yeah, it's okay. amazing. Um, it was normal to me, you know. I was mm. like, okay, I guess everybody does that. But later, I found out, no, that's not normal. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, when exactly did you record your first solo? First solo, record my first solo. That's a very interesting question. Um, my dad is right here. I'm looking at him. Tell your memory, Moini. But yeah, I guess but boom. So I I don't remember recording the first solo, but I think mm-hmm. this would be the right answer, which is that 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 just told me that I recorded on but boom Ranjit Uncle's mm-hmm. album when I was fourteen, right? Fourteen, my on my fourteenth birthday, and okay. that had a few um, bars that Ranjit Uncle wanted me to solo on. So I recorded my solo on that, mm-hmm. and I grooved through the whole song. It was in. Uh, Um, six, na. Recording session. No, actually, like first, like official recording session. You are listening to Candid Talks with Bareth V. but before that i had done a recording session with my dad my dad played half the song and i played like half song it was a hanuman hanuman chalisa uh song t series by t series yeah he's he should you should interview dad he knows that <laughs> you played with air ramon and his um you know band for quite some time 
and obviously yeah, I, eight I, and a half I, years. Yeah, eight and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm twenty. I'm gonna be twenty-five this year in like two months. So yeah, eight and a half years. Oh, which date, if I may ask? Twenty <laughs> July. Okay. Okay. I'll make a note of that. So, uh, do you still play with Air Amman whenever it is possible? Yes, I still do. Absolutely. My last work with him was uh, on this song called "Hum Har Nahi Manenge." for mm-hmm. HDFC bank uh, during the pandemic this was a covid song we wanted to oh yeah know, yeah okay i don't know if you saw but janita was there sasha harshdeep so many people neeti yeah uh, jaled yeah. ali yeah a lot of people okay okay but musicians were myself um asad khan sivamani and ar himself that's it okay Yeah. So Mohini as you said you were more of a you know live shows kind of a person you were playing in various different clubs yeah. and then so do you do live shows more often or do you also prefer you know um kind of uh, playing sessions in a studio or something or doing the recordings so what is your preference? I like fluctuations I like fluctuations I don't like to uh go on or continue with one thing for too long i like the balance of both so when i'm doing like say a uh, lot of live shows they have 10 shows in a month then in i i like to space them out between with like recording sessions as well so if i do a gig t- tomorrow then day after tomorrow i want to do a recording session where i can okay. just be at my place and do my recording and then another the very next day i can do a, a live show then again do like a okay but see like now now we during this pandemic situation there are no live shows there are only recording sessions yes yes so yes. now what i i'm doing is just because it gets so monotonous like because mm-hmm. there are so many recording sessions happening sometimes i have to do three recordings in one day and okay. so and they are all so different like one is a metal song one is like a completely ballad you know song one is like a um funk song so you have to like you know kind of take breaks in between yeah. each which yeah. mine Mohini, I came across one of your uh, videos wherein you were playing yeah. in the school of Berkeley, uh, Berkeley School of Music, yes. and yeah, I, I believe at that time it was during when you were 
in the AR Rahman's band, I believe. Was it during that time? You are listening to Candid Talks with Barrett V. Yeah, I was already in AR's band and uh, Berklee College of Music had asked me to come as a guest with mm-hmm. Prasanna Ramaswamy uh, because I don't know why me. I, I can understand Prasanna because Prasanna has worked with AR, had worked with AR that time a lot. Okay. Uh, but I had just joined AR's band that time. But I had already done a lot of shows with AR till then. So maybe okay. that's why they wanted me to get featured with the 100-piece band that they had. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a really cool opportunity because I was also considering to take the five-week summer program in Berkeley College of Music. Um, I was, so they wanted me to see how their lectures are performed, um, how they teach students and all of that. So the uh, director and the president thought it would be a good idea to get me and show me what they do. And uh, it just all turned out very great because I got to come to U.S perform with the 100 piece band mm-hmm. and it was an interesting situation because a, a, for the first time AR was in the audience All the, most of the time it's him and me on stage yeah. Yeah. performing with each other but for the first time he was in the audience and I was like on stage performing so it was like kind of awkward <laughs> but I was so young I was like probably 16 I think mm-hmm. okay. 16 or 17 17 yeah 17 yeah so i was really scared i was uh, really scared um it was my 
um, I think, so my, I, oh, I remember because before this trip, my dad was very scared for me. <laughs> he didn't want me to go because I was traveling alone. This was okay. the first time I was traveling alone. We'll be abroad, you know. Um, uh, and uh, only 17 not even adult and traveling mm. by yourself it's like oh my god but um, it was a golden opportunity I was like dad it's gonna be fine don't worry so he didn't sleep the whole night and he wanted to, me to know that you know be safe and you know anything you need he made sure he informed all his friends there you know anything I need there okay. but yeah I was so well taken care of there by uh, all the people that, at Berkeley team um and prasanna was there and i just had so much fun to be honest it was never a fear the moment i left i felt like i was touring you know i went okay. there and had a great time ar drove me there uh, okay. it, that was a wonderful experience yeah he took me to the launch of herbie hancock's um book launch uh-huh. he bought me a book um and then yeah it was all like a nice vacation for me <laughs> amazing there is one incident um uh, uh mohini you know uh, i believe that was a night before your board exams you were in mm-hmm. chennai and you were working with rahman in his studio and you were recording oh my god how can i forget that? I can you tell us about that incident oh please <laughs> oh i mean i was i was gigging so much with him that time and i was traveling so much like crazy like every day almost and then my board exams because I was studying also at the same time you know so it was becoming very hard for me to balance the two lives that I was living in school and then in the music world you know uh kids your age don't understand what you're doing that time yeah. it's mm-hmm. like oh acha, baja hai, okay. you know it's like okay <laughs> yeah what's the big thing फ्रेंड्स <laughs> फ्रेंड्स ऑफ माइंड जिनको एक समय कुछ समझ ही नहीं आता था वो मुझे मैसेज करके पूछते हैं कि तू वही है जो हमारे क्लास में थी यू नो तो वो बहुत अच्छा लगता है कि मतलब अभी उनको समझ में आता है कि अरे ये वही मोहिनी दे है नाउ शी इज मोहिनी दे तभी मोहिनी हुआ करती थी हमारी दोस्त और नाउ दे आर लाइक ओ माई गॉड वी आर सो प्राउड ऑफ यू एंड नाउ वी अंडरस्टैंड वॉट यू वर डूइंग एंड वी आर सो प्राउड ऑफ यू एंड लव सो मजा आता है अभी सोच के वो टाइम्स की हम तभी कितने छोटे थे वगैरह बट या तो कमिंग बैक टू बोर्ड एग्जाम्स मेरा बोर्ड एग्जाम शुरू हो गया था एंड आई वॉज नॉट प्रिपेयर एट ऑल बिकॉज कैसे कर सकते हैं दो लाइफ नहीं हो पाता है मेरा वेट लूज हो जा रहा था लाइक आई वॉज लूजिंग सो मच वेट एंड सो मच हेयर <laughs> I'm glad I still have hair on my head. But <laughs> my mommy used to travel with me or then my dad used to travel with me for all my shows, all my recording sessions out of the city. Um, so my mom was traveling with me to Chennai. I gave my exam, went to Chennai, recorded here. AR was recording me. Uh, mm-hmm. We were recording for NAFS. NAFS. This is a okay. vocal acca, just an acapella band with just bass and six vocalists. 
people out there can check it out on YouTube if you just type NAFS AR Rahman, you can okay. check it out. Um, very cool project. So he was planning this for a long time, and he told me, and he wanted to record me. So Chennai guy, he went to record me with him, and um, then he said, "Why don't you stay over? I have another song." I was like, "I have a AR. I have a I have an exam to give. I'm in between my board exam." He's mm-hmm. like. It's okay, no, don't give. It's fine. Like, gosh, it's a whole system. But Jana Parega. So, like, then I went back to Mumbai, straight from the airport to the center, gave my exam, then again flew back to Chennai, wow. then did the second song, and then back to Mumbai. Passed the whole thing, but that's good. That's what matters. 65% of the time. So that was Mohini Day, one of the world's and certainly India's youngest female bass guitarist, whose fan base includes A. R. Rahman and Zakir Hussain. Hailed as a prodigy from the age of 10, Mohini Day has collaborated with some of the biggest names in India as well as the West. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast show Candid Talks with Bharat V. If you like the show, please do like, subscribe, and share with others. If listening on Apple Podcasts, do not forget to rate 5 stars. If on Spotify or YouTube, do not forget to subscribe and share. All the bikers can listen to this podcast episode on bikersclub.in. Iske sath hum aaj ka safar yahi samapt karte hain. Baaton ka silsila jari rahega with Mohini Day in our next episode only on Candid Talks with Bharat V. Stay home, stay safe. This is Bharat Vatsa signing off for today. Dua mein yaad rakhna. Jai Hind. You are listening to Candid Talks with Bareth V.